My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. We, um, we, have, we, we have a lot to go over today, and one of the, we have a special guest. It's uh, Pastor Craig Hagen. He is um, going to be here for the first half of the show, and we have a lot of questions for him. Um, this is a pastor, by the way, that never shut down his church. He's written multiple books, and frankly, we were just talking before this about the uh, apathy of man and why they're not standing up. So without any further ado, let's bring uh, Pastor Craig on. Pastor, welcome to the show. Oh, good to be here with you, Joe. I'm so excited. You know, we, um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, if you would, please. I, I want to just get as much time with you as I possibly can, so I just brought you right on. All right. Well, I'm actually a third-generation um, um, minister, my grandfather, Kenneth E. Hagen, if you look at Wikipedia, they call him, call him the father of the modern-day faith movement. We um, um, have a ministry here at, in the Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, which is basically a suburb of Tulsa. Um, we have a Bible school. have trained over 111,000 students in 254 countries. Uh, sorry, 52 nations, 284 um, Bible schools. Um, and, um, you know, God is doing great things. To our students and when this pandemic hit I'll just I'm just gonna get right into it um, a lot of people for whatever reason seem to have lost their mind and seem to forget that God is God and you know a lot of people say well I don't know how to deal with it I'm like well you know you deal with it like anything you, you, you trust God and you move on and um, I think it was it's terrible what the government's tried to do, you know, we do have freedoms as Americans. Um, you know, and one of our freedoms is a freedom to worship God the way we please. Um, it, the Bible says to not forsake the assembling yourself together. And my grandfather, he always says, I'm a stickler for being in your local church. Well, you can't be in your local church if you can't come to church. And so when this pandemic hit, it really bothered me because these people were told they could not come to church. And um, I thought that that was extremely um crazy and uh, we just kept on keeping on <laughs> you know um then we hooked up with clay clark one of my good friends and started the reawaken america tour and it's been, been a success ever since and we're so excited what god is doing in this nation even though times are crazy right now so 
So I have lots of questions for you, and I'm going to be asking you All questions right. about COVID. I'm going to ask you questions about children. Um, you know, I'm in this fight specifically. I'll just tell you right now. I was a tech CEO. I did not want to get involved in this. I didn't want to be a podcaster. I didn't want to do broadcast. I didn't want to stand out. I was a leader in the tech environment. Regardless of what anybody would say about me, I was leading the way. I had developed stuff yeah. that, frankly, is still at the, the cutting edge, the bleeding edge of, of technology. And so I got involved in this because I have kids, because I'm going to have grandkids. Yeah. And, and, uh, but but there's, there's something happening right now. There's a narrative that's building in this evil establishment. Too often, I think pastors, not you, but pastors want a seat at the table that, that Jesus would flip over if it was inside the temple. And they're yeah, crimes. Well, it's because, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's well, crimes I, against I children. Think, Sorry. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I, going to the pastor thing, I think right now um, pastors see the Hollywood lifestyle, and a lot of pastors want to become Hollywood. I mean, they, they want to fit in. They they want to do what they're told so they can be popular. And um, and frankly, I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest here. A lot of them don't care about the congregation as long as they show up. I mean, you know, they, they don't care particularly. Like I said, about it's all about the money. And I know, I mean, I don't know firsthand like they have never told me, but I know supposedly a pastor that have taken money because you know. The government can recognize that pastors have a lot of influence over people. And so a lot of pastors have taken money to push the narrative. And even some of those people really don't believe in narrative, but they're paid to push the narrative. And that's what makes I me, mean, to me, that's to go against my own conscience for, for money. I mean, that, that's, that's criminal. I mean, that's crooked. I mean, and these kids, to watch a, I mean, you know, especially these young kids are getting vaccines. I mean, you know, that, that, I mean, they're having heart problems. Um, I, I know a 13-year-old, you know, was running and playing sports and, and things like that, and now they can't hardly do anything because now they're dealing with the heart issues. And, you know, they say, well, it wasn't vaccine-related. Well, what? I mean, that, the only thing that changed is they took a vaccine. And it, you know, it's just... And it's happening all over the country. So, and, we're, and we're putting yes. our children at risk. But but it's not just... It, it, it's, the, it's, the, it's collectively the crimes against humanity collectively the crimes against our children, collectively the chaos that they've developed. And Pastor, we haven't learned the power of the word no, yet the Bible says to resist, to stand against, to have no fear, to stand up and have faith but act in that faith. Please tell me, today's perverted church, tell me what part of that does any of the teachings that are in the Bible. They skipped over 90% of it, it seems like, and concentrated on just a few verses. Well, you know, there are some pastors, I, I actually know of, of a church who, who had a church plant, you know, did all the cool stuff and all all the things. So one of my friends went to his very first, actually, he, he he's in the sound industry, and so he set the sound up for, you know, all the audio, visual, all the, all the stuff for this church. And he came and talked to me afterwards. He says, he said, Craig, I, I was so, I mean, I, I really had a lot of faith in this pastor because I, I really was enamored by his charisma and all this stuff. And here we are, church launch. I'm setting up the church. And not one time, not one time during the very first service did he ever mention the word God. I mean, that, that's crazy. I mean, that, that's where we're at today. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily about God, not necessarily about things that it's, you know, I'm going to preach what's popular. You know, there are some, some churches, and I'm not taking on, I get it. There's movies that have themes or whatever, but you know they're, they're trying to tell you how to interpret a movie, 
to, to, for a godly theme. But they're not trying to tell you how to live a godly lifestyle and, and line up with the Word of God. And if they do, then people won't come. And that's 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 the thing. It's 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 a crazy world that we live in. And um, I'm sorry to be kind of frank, but but I'm a little upset. I mean, you know, also too, even with the money thing. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of pastors, I believe, are in it for. Or, I mean, they just they push offerings. We 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 basically said. We're pa we passed the plate. Now we're in the middle of a building project. You know, we tell people, hey, this is what we're doing right now. If you want to give toward it, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. I mean, you know, but you know, but we, we don't pressure people to give. We, we invite them to. If you know, we feel this is their church. I mean, you know, we're. I mean, the church belongs to the people, not not necessarily myself. And so, um, like so we we model the church, but but we don't really put any big. In fact, we don't even have, you know, some people say, you know, have this buy a square foot or buy this. We didn't even do that. If you want to give, you, you give. If you don't, you don't. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Well, so so let's talk about the church a little bit. And and by the way, I'm going to have people that get really mad at me for for this podcast <laughs> because I'm going to say some things that are that are that are fire that are, are contradictory <laughs> to well, my pastor's not like that. You know, uh, my my issue. Holy, holy my issue is that ego, pride, all the things that come before a fall is what we're doing collectively as a church. doesn't matter what denomination you are, right? It's the TikTok culture. It's the, you know, I got really upset over Tim Tebow ignoring what's happening in society and concentrating on focusing on one thing but not having a conversation about the innate evil in our, in our community because it's not popular, and, and, and he has a, a way to be able to stand up and say, hey, listen, so now he's, he's capturing child sex trafficking. And I'm like, all right, that, I, I like that. But he's, we're too soft. You, you know, no, Jesus didn't yeah. walk over and flip over the table and be like, and just drop it down <laughs> the ground. He flipped the tables over. And you know what? What's right is rarely popular. What's popular is rarely right. And I do think that the message, a strong message will attract strong people. And strong people will attract other strong people. I mean, can't we get to a place where we hold pastors accountable? Or is it the same thing that you're not allowed to say something against your brother because, you know, we just don't, well, I just will treat, I will preach differently. But let him walk people off a cliff? Isn't it our responsibility, yeah. Pastor? Uh, and, and it's crazy, and, and I know a lot of pastors. I've been on the church board, or there, or do you, I'm. Some of you guys don't realize how these cool pastors do it. I mean, you know, I'm not a cool pastor, so I guess. You know. So what you look cool pretty cool. I mean, do, you're you're you're. You know, I got to tell you, the, your backdrop, the flowers, man, that's that's pretty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we 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 have like this. I'm actually in the back room. This this is our. Green that's room it looks like O'Keefe. Yeah, it looks like okay. Yeah. As, as I, yeah, and so we, we this is going to be our last thing. The church going to remodel is our back green room, but it's my mom made it green. It really is green. I don't, I don't know. Were you at the first Remake America conference? We all were back here. Yeah, um, and it, it it we have wicker furniture. Okay, so this is not I love cool, that. <laughs> anyway, and I do have virtual backdrop, but I don't know how to, how do you do it on, on your little thing. So, but um. Anyway, you got me off track now. Sorry, um, sorry, 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 sorry. So, and and so these pastors, what they do is they have a group of individuals that sit around around the table, and they come up with the message, you know, and they come up with all this cool stuff or all. And there's nothing wrong with coming up with a cool message, but you know what? 
I want to come up with a relevant message for today's society that they're dealing with what's going on. I mean, um, I remember we're in Oklahoma. So I remember I was actually I've done youth and young adult ministry for a long time. I was doing youth ministry um, and on a Tuesday. We had Oklahoma City bombing um, a number of years ago, like 1994, I believe. Um, Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, Timothy McVeigh. Well, so the next day we had Wednesday night service. We had our youth service. And, you know, a lot of kids in Oklahoma never thought a building would blow up in Oklahoma. You know, when things happen in New York City and L.A., like, oh, that's a long ways. When, it, when the building blows up in, in, in Oklahoma and we're some, we, we had people's relatives that passed away there, um, you know, all kinds of stories we, we heard. Children. I mean, so th- these kids were hurt. Yeah, all the ch- I mean, one of my one of my good friends was in the National Guard. And he called me and he says, you know, I, I just I keep praying that I'm, I'm able to collect a body that's not a child. Because he said, you know, he was working in the daycare area, you know, pulling out bodies and so many children, you know, and, and these kids were afraid, you know, so so you got to be able to pivot a message. You know, these body pastors, if they had to pivot a message in, in a day, they couldn't do it, you know. But but, you know, we, we just have to have to promote, you know, the, you know, a spirit of of peace and you know and protection i i believe in the 91st psalm um you're going back there and, and it says that that you know that you know a thousand will fall to one side ten thousand the other but it shall not come not nigh you and um you know i'm i i we gotta believe in a god that, that that is greater than whatever's going on in this world you know jesus christ died upon the cross um, and he took stripes on his back, and by his stripes we were healed from every sickness and every disease that will ever come to mankind, including you know COVID nineteen or whatever else they, they want to bring to us. And so, what Jesus is the healer, and if Jesus is the healer, I don't need all these other things. Um, you know, it's just tragic what, what we're doing to America today. And like I said, I believe that some people need to be held accountable um, for for requiring this, this kind of stuff because. There's a lot of injuries that are happening now that, that shouldn't be happening, and, and, and it's, it's crazy. So let, let me, let me I mean, this is just, this, this is me talking specifically about it. I was trying to pull up yeah. Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King, because he talked about the apathy of, of, our, of our country, right, and of our church, and the fact that, yeah. that they'd be relegated to a social club if if the <laughs> truth is not available in the church pastor if the so truth is, is not available where is it available and, and and that's i think that that is what the powers that be that what they want us to to get to the point where, where the church just emulates you know whatever message that they want to put out you know across denomination lines you know across religions i mean you know they want us all to to be the same um and I, I, I go back to the book 1984. I read in high school. I'm thinking, we read. I read all that stuff. I'm like, no, there's no way that could happen. But it's happening, you know. And we're letting it happen. That's the thing. We have freedoms, and we're not even taking the freedoms that we have, and we're not pushing back. Um, I will say this. I mean, you know, kudos to Oklahoma. So after all this, you know, pandemic nightmare stuff. Our legislature came together and they passed a, a bill um, saying that um, government has no right to tell a church how to have church, when to have church, what restrictions to have on church. You know, basically, they, they were just they were just 
talking about the First Amendment. And so in Oklahoma, the, from, from now on, they can't tell a church they have to shut down. They can't tell a church they have to go to 10 people or 25 people. It's against the law in Oklahoma. So I thank God for some of some of my friends were ones who, who pushed that bill. And um, I thank God that, that we have that in Oklahoma. So, um, but it should be in every state. They should, I mean, I mean, they shouldn't be able the separation of church and state. I know I get people yell at me all the time because they're like, well, you shouldn't be so involved in politics. No, separation of church and state was really meant to keep the state out of the church's business. And not to keep the church out right of the now. state. It was yeah. never designed yeah. to and not so, have the ethical influence of the, the church, of God, inside of government. It was always designed to have God inside of and influencing government. Yeah. And so that's the thing. So they got it all backwards. You know, and so, I mean, I get, weekly, I get told, you're too involved in politics. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm heavily involved. In, in, well, that's the thing. Talking about our children, um, your school board is one of the most important things, um, you know, that's going on. And I don't care, you know, like, like for instance, um, well, I, I guess I have I have some some grandchildren that, that are in public school, some in private school. Um, I happen to live in a district where my kids don't go to school. But you know what? I have church members' kids that go to my go to the district that I live in, and I'm going to make sure that my school board is representing you know my, my thought and you know and I. I try to vet these people. That that's the thing. My my new deal is some people say they say, Well, are you gonna run for office? And the answer is no. But what I am gonna do is I'm gonna identify people to run for for office in city council, you know, st state house, state senate, um, up all the way to the, our, our federal things. In fact, I actually have my own super PAC now, a federal super PAC uh, called Preserve Our Rights, um, preserveusa.org where we're helping America first candidates get elected. And, um, you know, it's, I mean, like I said, if, if there's someone involved in politics, a pastor, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm heavily involved and I believe that God is home. And I believe that's our problem. We have taken godly people out of government and look what we have. Well, I mean, I mean we've, 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 we've literally been, we, we've been silent. We've been silent. Um, Pastor, there's there's a book that I've been promoting by Matthew Truella called The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates. Are you familiar with that book? I'm not familiar with that. So I want to, you know, I talk to people a lot about getting in the gap. Yeah. And I talk to people about, you know, that there's a nonviolent way in order to say no, and it's biblical. And it goes back thousands of years. So if I can, I'm going to read something to you, and you just tell me what you think of this because I believe that this was, there has been at least a million people that have listened to this podcast in the last 60 days that have read this book. At least a million people. Wow. And when I talk about uh, the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates, I, I, you know, I want to go through how each person can have an impact. And we talk about like the, you know, the, the beaches of Normandy and, and the sacrifice that happened in Vietnam and the, the countless wars that we've had over the last hundred years. Um, you know, they tell us to get along and to do all these things, but we really can't get along with other nations because we're always interfering with the sovereignty of those nations. But in here, it talks about how to stand up together and how one person, a lesser magistrate, and then I applied this to the biblical standards of of standing up like stand Jesus was not very popular. He was popular, yeah. but leaders hated him. 
Oh yeah. They hated him because they he challenged he challenged what they were doing, the perversion of reality. And these people were were scholars. These people were were priests. I mean, they were they were rabbis, and yet he was shunned by all of these people. So I, I want to just read this to you if I can. Because I think that when I talk about pastors, I really want to challenge you on this, if I can. The doctrine of the lesser magistrate is rooted in the historical biblical doctrine of interposition. Interposition is that calling of God which causes one to step into the gap, willingly placing oneself between the oppressor and his intended victim. Interposition is demonstrated when someone or some group of interposes or positions themselves between the, the oppressor and the intended victim, it can be done verbally or physically. The lesser magistrate demonstrates the doctrine of interposition by placing himself between the tyrant or bad law and the people. And I, I could go through uh, Petronius and the, um, uh, him standing between the Jews and the army, but uh, isn't that what the pastors are supposed to be? Aren't they supposed to stand well, as in a place of interposition? Well, we're supposed to be a shepherd to take care of our sheep. So obviously if things are coming against our sheep, we should be standing in that gap and coming. So that that would that right there, your definition is exactly what a shepherd or a pastor should be doing, you know. And um, you know, obviously, if the tyrant or so-called government want want to have a dialogue with the pastors, and you know, then you know, to try to solve things, that's one thing. But but to come and tell us this, this is the way it's going to be, then that causes people like myself to push back. You know, and I think the problem is, is we need more more pastors to join together to actually push back, because that, that's where you know sometimes we feel like like we're, we're very small in number, you know, like you know there's no, a lot not. of other churches in town that are not pushing back, you know they're just going along with the narrative, and um it's it's kind of crazy. Well. It's it's funny that you said that. By the way, that book was written in 2013, very prophetic. If you ever get a chance to read a book, that's the book, Pastor, I would recommend you reading. And I know you've written books, so and I'll be reading your book. I just added two of your books to my, or I added your book to my list of books. All right. Um, uh, but I struggle with something that you said off off air, and that is, okay. you know, loving. In essence, loving your enemy. Like, how do you how do you love on them? Yeah. And I talked about this a couple of days ago when I said that that I hit a guy. We were at a back the blue rally. He attacked somebody else. I turned him around, spun him, hit him. Knocked, <laughs> I knocked his soul out of his body for a minute. He fell like a sack of rocks. I picked him back up, got him out. Wasn't even paying attention to whether or not I got hit by somebody else. Right. I picked this yeah. this this young man up. And I walked him outside the gate, and I was like, you need to live to see another day. You have a concussion. You need to go home. Now, this was the guy that I would have said is my enemy. It didn't stop me from knocking him out, right? I wasn't there to fight anyone. I wasn't there to get in the battle, but I wasn't going to watch yeah. him, you know, abuse another person. But that was my demonstration of love after the fact. Love. I struggle yeah. with this because I'm still going to throw the punch. Does that make me bad? And, I'm, and this is a personal opinion. I, I want to hear it. Well, I mean, so you threw the punch because you were protecting someone, right? Or you protecting? I mean, that I means so. Oh, they were attacking the everybody. So I just, I was, I was haymakering. <laughs> I mean, I wish I, I, yeah. you know, I don't usually punch people. I mean, so I mean, I'm not. I mean, I, I have. 
I can, but I, it's not something I wake up doing, right? I didn't think that that was what I woke up that day and was like, oh, I'm going to go out there and, and beat up Antifa. Punch somebody. But, but <laughs> and, for and me, you know, yeah. I, I don't think it's bad. I mean, I don't think that, I, I think, you know, if, if we're going out there to be the aggressor, I mean, I think that would be a bad thing. If we're going out there to be a defender, to, to, to help out the situation. But not only did you punch him, you helped him. I mean, because other people could have started punching him. It could have started, you know, could have, he could have got beat up, you know. But oh, you he helped him. And, and uh, I mean, that was love. And, and because, I mean, he could have been up in the hospital. I, I you know, yeah. who knows where he ended up. But, um, in the hospital. you know. I mean, literally, I think I saw his soul leave his body for a minute and came back down to him, but he wasn't done. But it was. Yeah, I mean, you I did know, what I thought I had to do. Well, I, I guess that's the thing. You're doing what you think you have to do at the moment. And, you know, and the other side about it is if it's wrong, I'll leave forgiveness. I mean, you know, you know, sometimes, I mean, I normally, and this happens to. You know, someone who's close to me, probably if, if someone on the street, you're not going to see me lash out normally. You know, it would, it would, I'm not saying I could never have an experience like you did because, you know, I, you know, there, there I've had some, some pretty verbal things with some people, not as a pastor, as, you know, but, but, um, you know, I normally walk pretty much, you know, in love, but, but Jesus did turn the tables over. I mean, you know, there, there, are, there is a time. I mean, you know, but here's the thing. You realize he's walked into that temple many times before that, and he didn't do anything about it. But there came a day that's like, you know, I'm tired of this. You know, so I think sometimes you get to a point where, I mean, you know, someone, we got to do something. I mean, so I guarantee you there was a difference after he flipped those tables over. I guarantee you those people were completely different the next time Jesus walked in that temple. You know, um, but he also showed, showed, you know, he was he meant business. And, and so I don't think it's wrong. I think the thing is. I know it's hard to love people. I, I know, you know, say, I shouldn't say it's hard because the greater one lives on the inside of us. You know, the Bible says God is love, and if God lives on the inside of us, then then he loves living on the inside of us. Sometimes we have to let it out. Um, I get frustrated at people sometimes, and uh, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of someone right now. So here's the way I love them is I don't hang around them very much because if I hang around them very much, I might say something that, that, that I probably shouldn't say. And so that's, in my opinion, that's love. I mean, that the, the thing is, um, or, you know, maybe there's somebody on social media that always likes to be that wise guy. You get in arguments with, so maybe the best thing to do is just block that person. So, so they quit making me. Well, angry. hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to challenge you here for a second, Pastor, because because right. I want to, I want to ask you a question. Had the men and men, no, there's no women. Uh, who ran onto the beaches of Normandy, decided when they got off those skiffs not to run onto the beaches of Normandy, what would our world look like today? <laughs> who knows what our world looks like? So, I mean, but, you know, they they did what they thought they needed to do. And, um, but, but wasn't it necessary to defeat evil? I mean, they, they couldn't walk in there with sticks and stones and fight against people with cannons and guns. That's true. They did what they needed to do. And... Um, you know, so so this we, is the this is the conflict that I have is that we we need a nonviolent solution. We need a solution that gets men to be less apathetic and more brave, and stand up yeah. for the greater good of of humanity. And we're losing that, I think. And I, I think the other side about it is it's hard to have a nonviolent solution right now because you know there's so much 
if I try to be nonviolent, a lot of times violence comes back at me. And, you know, that's... Well, the Bible says it, that violence begets violence. In other words, the ability to defend yourself, you know, that is meet yeah. with equal or, or uh, you, you know, equal force, let's say. Yeah. You're, you're, you're commanded to protect your family, protect your community. And, you know, going back, you know, to the Old Testament, we see many times where, where God commanded his armies to go in and wipe everybody out. So, um, you know. And I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're blessed to have a relationship with DCF Guns here in Colorado. They have three locations, one in Castle Rock and two down in Colorado Springs. Uh, but they have a ton of inventory. It's one of the things I love about DCF. They consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that I've, I've seen. If you need a handgun for concealed carry, if you need something to protect your home, go to DCF Guns at any of their locations. Uh, if you go to dcfguns.co, uh, which is what you're looking at right now, you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now. Make sure that you get something that's appropriate and most importantly, make sure that you get some training. You can do that at DCF Guns. They offer some great training by some really, really phenomenal instructors. So go get something that's going to work for you, that's going to allow you to be prepared, get ammo, magazines, whatever you need. They have safes and most importantly, get training, get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose, and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. But but I don't I don't think that I, you know I think that God mourns what's happening to, to not just our society but what's happening across the globe, right? But I think that this is part of the test. I think we're all born at a time such as this. Because we're the we're the tools, we're the people that God has put in this place, in order to cr create restoration. Because there's only two paths from here, right? I mean, isn't there only two paths? One's restoration, and one, you know, restoration and redemption. And the other one is, if, if I mean, if you want to get to the the root of <laughs> revelations, it's annihilation, right? It's the end. Yeah. It's and and ultimately, you know, by reading the Bible, those kind of things are going to happen. Um, but, um, you know, I, I guess when it comes to, I guess my philosophy is, is winning the loss. I mean, you know, a sinner is going to act like a sinner because they're a sinner. Um, you know, I don't expect them to act like a Christian. You know, but they don't, I mean, do you love that person? I mean, and I, 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 people ask me all the time, you know, let's think about these. I mean, someone's committed murder. Um, do you have the capability of loving someone? I mean, that, that's a really hard thing to do. I mean, that's, you know, especially if you're, you know, you hear stories about a family member who lost their family member and they forgive that person. And I've even heard times where they've been advocated against the death penalty for that person. I mean, that, I mean, I mean, that's his love. I mean, I, I don't know how, you know, I mean, it's almost in our own mind, incomprehensible. Um, but, um, you know, do you have kids? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I have kids, and I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I could be like that. And that's. I have kids. And I have grandkids, and so it's um, you know. And I think that's the reason that you and I are standing up. Well, it's General Flynn. General Flynn says, "I'm not doing this for me. 
I'm doing this for my grandkids because I want my grandkids to live in, 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 a, in a world, you know, that's, you know, that's somewhat free or whatever. And, you know, and I know right now it seems like we're losing the battle. And, and I guess the, the way that I think that we you know, should do something is prayer. I mean, we need to ask God to help us to, to, to be able, you know, the Bible talks about praying for our nation. And um, I believe that we probably need to spend some more time in prayer um, because sometimes fighting is always not always the best thing to do. But that's a great segue. Maybe a good place is to come to Rainbow Bible Training College right here, rbtc.org. Yes. We yeah. have a Bible college here. And, you know, it's, you know we're, it's interesting because I hear that young people are going to hell. I tell you what, I mean, I've talked to some of our, our first-year Rainbow students coming in, and these people are so excited. Um, the way our school works, it, it's it's a two-year school with a third-year option. Um, basically, it's general. The two, first two years are general ministry, and then if you feel called to be, in a, be a pastor, we have a pastor track. You feel called to be a missionary, we have a missionary track. You're called to be a worship leader, we have that. Um, if you just say, "Well, I don't really feel called to ministry. I want to learn more about the Bible," if you'll just go to our, our biblical studies track, and you can, you'll you'll actually learn. We'll study every single book of the Bible. Um, in those three years and so like i said rbtc.org right there is a website you can apply right now or you can give us your information and we'll we'll send you some information about rama um and we're actually getting ready to start this this semester coming up on uh, september the 6th um we have a college weekend coming up and i tell you these kids i mean you know, i call them kids because to me they're kids i mean they're on fire for god and um it, it is i think that's we, we got to change the young people um, that's what that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to change the young people with this woke theology and woke you know, ideology and, and woke sexuality. Um, and in fact, um, I said something this week when I was preaching. Of course, I'm a, I'm a little interesting when I preach. And I said, you know, a lot of people want to change their pronoun. And I decided, you know, in my life, I'm going to change my pronoun to we because everything I do is, is God and I. It's, it's me and God working together. It's not just me. You know, I want God to work, because the greater one's really working through me. It, we, we need to have that we mentality, that we are going out, and we are changing the world. And, and, and you know, and but here's something that you, you told me when we first started the podcast. You, you, were, you were in tech. I mean, you weren't even doing what you're doing now. No. Talk about one person can, can, can make a change. I mean, now you're reaching millions of people because you decided to do something. And, um. I'm, I'm involved in the political arena because my wife, um, on the election election night, when we watch all these votes, somehow, Flip. some way being changed, being flipped. And my wife looked at me and he, she said that, she says, Craig, do something. And I'm like, well, what all am I going to do? Well, of course, I am a pastor, so I do have some, some say so. But you know what? I, I decided I'm going to get involved in, in, in government. And um, as, as best as I can. I mean, so, I mean, I, I went to the Tulsa County, got involved there, became my precinct coordinator, um, got involved in the Oklahoma GOP, got involved in national politics, you know, with General Flynn, Roger Stone, and, you know, Eric Trump, and, and you know, all, all these people. And I, I'm doing something because I chose to do something. You know, and all of us can choose to do something. And if more of us, you know, can choose to be a positive influence. And I tell you what's really interesting these young people, they don't know anything about the government. They don't know any. So my deal is I want to I educate young people um, 
you know, about about how to stand up and and, and the conservative principles in life and um why they make sense. You know, in America, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you probably remember whenever at midnight our TV stations would go off and they play the national anthem. You know, every, you know that, that that's how they go. You know, you realize if a TV station now at midnight decided to play the national anthem, it would be controversial. I mean, and that's sad. I mean, that would, that would be. You realize we'd be reading about in the news. You know, you know, so and so station decided to, decides to play the national anthem every night at midnight. I mean, that would be that would make national news because it would be controversial because it was stirring. I mean, that's crazy. We we are one nation under God. You know, I mean, you know, of course, most a lot of young people don't even know the pledge of allegiance. I mean, you know. They have no clue, um, and I think we need to change that. Well, I think I think it starts with restoration, but it also starts with with understanding the 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 word no, right? Yeah, it, it, it comes with becoming uh, resisting the the evil in our society and calling it what it is, and we can't do that by being soft. We can't do that by walking around it. We have to stand, and we have to train young people how to stand up for what's right. See, they've got they, they they've never seen wars. In their lifetime, these yeah. young people—they've never seen, you know, massive amounts of death. They just haven't. And and as a result of that, you know, that they have become a—they don't get to see consequences. Theirs is a virtual reality consequence, a TikTok culture, a a well, better invis invis in invisible. And, and let me say this: you know, video games. Yeah, you play video game war, you uh -huh. die, and a few minutes later, you come back. You come back to life. You know, yeah. so so they, they don't see the reality in that kind of stuff because they're like, okay, you know, I, okay, I'm dead. I'm gonna come back to life in a few minutes later, and be able, to, or or next game or whatever. There is no next game when you die. I mean, you know, except for through Jesus Christ in, in heaven uh, or or hell, I guess. I guess you make that choice. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545. Or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545. Or text FREEDOM to 998899. Pastor, uh, what's the biggest lie? The, the biggest lie? Uh, and, and what, what respect? There's a lot, like, a lot what, of what's, what's the biggest lie that they, they try to tell us? I mean, would oh, this be they true? They try to tell us... Oh, well, the biggest lie they try to tell us is they're trying to protect us. I mean, that's that's the big lie. They're, the government's trying to tell us that they're, they're protecting us, and that's why we have to do this. And that's why they're not trying to protect us. They're trying to push their own agenda. Own agenda. You know what? 
I believe if God wanted me to have a mask, he would have made me with a mask. You know, if God, you know, I mean, you know, everybody has their own thought on vaccines or whatever. But, you know, I believe the Bible. And I think the biggest lie is they're trying to tell us they're trying to protect us or the, the stupid trust of science. I mean, you know, and that's just like crazy. I mean, there is no scientific you know, evidence. In, in fact, you know, I, I, I know tons of doctors. Um, well, Dr. Zelenko, the great Dr. Zelenko, yeah. recently passed. Um, we were on a podcast with him when the vaccines just first pushed out. And so I, I told him, I, I said, okay, I'm a pastor. You know, tell me about vaccines. And he says, he says, ultimately, I can't judge this vaccine until eight to ten years later because it takes eight to ten years normally for a vaccine to go through all the tests and all, you yeah. know. So, so for me, for, forget about the narrative, forget about what's in the vaccines or whatever, you know, I mean, I would not give someone a vaccine that hasn't been tried, that hasn't gone through all the tests, and um, and I don't I don't believe anyone should, and that's taking out all the other stuff that we know and, and you know, all the crazy stuff, you know, that's just the science. I mean, you know, going, actually the science says, you know, you, you should have testing, you should make sure it works, and, and, you know, make sure that people aren't getting all these stuff that's happening um and so the science isn't working right doctor or excuse me uh pastor <laughs> i i, I, I want to just hit really quickly and then i'll let you go your name of your website your website is um it's rbtc.org is, is is our school website um if you know and you can find more about our school if you want to find out about our ministry it's rhema r-h-e-m-a.org um that's our ministry, or you, rbtc.org. If you scroll down the bottom, you can you can go there. But if you and if you want to, you know, my books are available on our on our web rama.org slash store, or you can go to other places. Not even going to mention, um, <laughs> you know, digital books and things where, where, where you can find digital books. Either. Just also, just not on Amazon. People, we will not tell people to go to Amazon. Just so you know, we're yeah. we're really clear yeah. about we don't do business <laughs> with Amazon. We don't do business with Walmart. Yeah. We have we have places that we just won't do business with. Um, so I yeah. Just, so I, go to our, go to rama.org slash store and you can. Right. And also, I have a weekly podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Actually, the easiest way is Craig Hagen podcast, and you'll, it'll pull you, pull you up. And um, and our podcast actually, what we do is we interview our our, our students, our Rama students. Right now, every every guest has actually been a Rama. Sorry, Rama graduate. And we have Raymer graduates in every walk of life. Um, awesome, you know. And and, and so, in, in fact, a number of our Raymer, our business, our business owners um, are on the tour um, with us at Clay Clark. And and I do want to invite anyone to TinyFreeAmerica.com. We're 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 going to be in Idaho coming up, and then um, it's an awesome time, an awesome tour. Absolutely. Thanks, Pastor Craig Hagen, thank you for joining us today. God bless you. I'll be praying you, for Joe. you at God the end of the you, show, by the way, just so you, you'll be able to see that as well. All right. All right. Thanks, Joe. Right. Have a great thank day. You know, it's you know, I always I, I always want to have pastors on, and we're going to have uh, a couple other pastors on in the next couple weeks because I want to I want to talk to the pastors about standing together, creating a fraternity of churches that are willing to actually speak truth. When we don't speak truth, we allow the big lie. My big lie, the big lie that I think exists in our country is, the biggest lie is that the world is all there is. I mean, think about that. They try to tell us that this is it. This is it. Live in fear. The Bible's not true. God's not real. 
Well, I got to tell you, if you just dig just below the surface of that TikTok video, it becomes the biggest lie. I want to walk through what is happening. I put it up on several of the, of the channels. But the left is doing what the left does. The left is now telling us that it's not going to be a red wave. You want to know why they're saying that? Because they have literally gotten away with so much. They have kept us away from the, the actual ballots. We're the people. We're the ones paying the taxes. We're the ones pushing $50 billion over to Ukraine. We're the ones where our hard-earned money is going to somebody that does not deserve it. And I have to tell you, as I start looking at the things that we're dealing with, I go, what choice do we have but now to stand up? And when are we going to wait? Are we going to wait until we're too weak to fight? When I say fight, I'm not going to tell you that it's going to be violent. Violence does beget violence. But as we talked about yesterday, they are literally attacking on every front. And all we have to do is say no. When your kids come to you and say, hey, dad, can I get on my phone? No. They'll come back a minute later. Dad, can I, can I watch TV? No. They'll come back 15 minutes later. Dad, can I go outside? Yes, you can go outside. You can go outside and play. Yes, you can do that. But you can't play on this. You can't watch TV. You can't get involved in the perversions of our society. You have to actually do something that is productive in your life. It doesn't mean every minute has to be productive. But it sure does mean that we've left by the sidelines. We've literally left by the sidelines all the things that are important. My friend came over to the house yesterday or a couple days ago with his wife and kids. And his kids were engrossed in the phone. And so I just walked over and took them away from him. I was like, you're done. And they were like, well, I want to play on my phone. No, not in my house. You don't see. This is where you can go outside and play. We have, we have property. You can go grab one of the balls. You can shoot some hoop. You can do a lot of things. You're not going to be on your phone while you're in this house. My friend, literally, I mean, they, they call me Uncle Joe, so the kids love me. But at the end of the day, I was done seeing it. They stay in the phone six, seven, eight hours a day. And we wonder why we can't see what's right in front of us, because they lie to us. Well, where do you think it starts? Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're, for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. People talk about drugs all the time. They talk about how, you know, drugs are addictive and drugs do all these things to you. And, and that's true. Alcohol does the same thing. Pornography poisons the mind of men and women across the country. The top five, six, seven, eight, ten sites outside of Google, I think they're all porn sites. And so I was like, oh, it's not me. Yet, it got popular for a reason. We're a society of addictions. And yet, we say, well, at least my kids are not bothering me. So just like your kids 
I'm calling you out here a little bit. Just like your kids are becoming addicted to the phone, social media, they're learning through this device. All the perversions that they have are because they spend all their time on this. They haven't learned to jump trash cans. They, they haven't, oh, you can't do that. Put on a helmet. Oh my gosh, bumpers. We got to put up styrofoam all around us. Oh my, can't do that. Johnny, Johnny, please. Johnny, come inside, get on your phone, please. Do you know how absurd this is? And I'm sorry that when I do podcasts, I'm going to speak truth to you. I'm sorry that somewhere along the line, I'm going to tell you the perversion of our children is not acceptable. That having a pride fest in the middle of the most conservative area in Colorado, a Christian-run environment. By the way, that's also a lie. You are right. We are a Christian society. And we've got to stop pretending that we're not. But I, but I have a question for you. Do we not push our children into poison? I'm asking. Do we not push our kids into perversion? Because at the end of the day, I have, to, I have to ask you the question of whether or not we go and buy our kids those phones. We buy those kids those Xboxes. We buy those kids. We literally are poisoning, we're poisoning our children. And the left is saying, hey, nothing to see here. The safest, most fair election in U.S. history. And only the people who are awake and not engrossed in this are the ones that are smart enough to see what's really going on. So we have some stuff that the, the left is doing. Mr. Producer, let's, let's just put it up if we can. The, the, the first story, sorry, I'm trying to get to it right now. And that is... From Republican tsunami to a puddle, why the forecast for November is changing. Oh, they're saying it's changing. Th this is probably the most sick part about everything that they're saying. For political professionals in both parties, that's capsule uh, explanation of why the Democratic position in the midterm election appears to be improving, improved so much since summer began. When the election took looked to be primarily a referendum on the performance of the Democrats who control the White House and Congress, Republicans were optimistic that the towering red wave would carry them to sweeping gains in November. But with evidence suggesting more voters are treated the election as a comparative choice between the two parties, operatives on both sides are bracing for a closely contested outcome that conclude an unusual divergence of in results for the House and those in Senate and governor races. It feels to me like more of a shadow puddle, red puddle, shallow red puddle than we're walking through rather than a tsunami of sorts, says Republican strategist John Thomas. The key to the change in expectations is a shift in the issues motivating the electorate. Earlier this year, the debate between the parties centered on inflation, the economy, crime, immigration, President, I didn't say that, sorry, uh, Ill illegitimate regime, Joe Biden, and uh, stalled legislative agendas in Congress. All issues are motivated. The Republican base and alienated may swing voters from Democrats. But the series of dramatic events over the past few months have elevated an entirely different set of issues. Gun violence, threats of democracy, climate change, and above all, abortion rights. Listen to me. I got to tell you, take this down. There is no way in the world that people in this country would vote for evil. They are stealing elections and they want to convince you that they're not. And I'm going to tell you, that there's no place in any of this that results in Democrats being installed into office if they're not selected. They're not elected. I go into, I literally go into the poorest part of the country, poorest part of the city, and I go and talk to people. And you know what they tell me? 
I can't feed my kids. I don't care about abortion rights, Joe. It's a state-by-state issue. They're becoming smarter. The electorate is becoming smarter. Yet Hillary Clinton says what? What did she say? Do you remember what she said? She said this. She goes, the people are stupid. We could tell them anything. They're so, so stupid. People are stupid. And now that we're smartening up and kids are smartening up and they're starting to realize that there is no opportunity and kids graduating from college, by the way, right now, can't find a job. The college is telling them, listen, hey, you can go get a job. I want you to know this. You ready for this? You can go get a job making ninety dollars to $120,000 a year. My son fell into that. Hey, based on my profession, I should make $97,000 a year. So he gets an offer for seventy grand. and he turns it down. Oh, now he can't find a job. How did that work? As we go further into this, I can't, I can't even begin to talk about the things that we're facing, but let's, uh, let, let's go to a B7. This is another GOP a strategist. By the way, these people are not from the GOP. The conversation in the nation has changed, says Michael Boholzer, former chief political advisor of the AFL-CIO and chair of the Analyst Institute, a collaborative of progressive groups that conducts extensive public polling. In 2021, the conversation was about the Democrats were and were not doing inflation, Afghanistan, crime, the, the, the classic context for a party in power route. Since June, the conversation has shifted to what returned Republicans to power would mean. The shift in the conversation, he argues, is, remaining the 80, is reminding the 81 million people that voted against Trump in 2020. 81 million people did not vote for that piece of trash. Let's stop the lie here. And let's talk about truth. B8, yet a November outcome in which Republicans add only a modest number of House seats and fail to gain ground or even lose some in Senate and Governor's contest no longer seems impossible. All the dynamics boosting Republicans this year haven't disappeared, but they are no longer the, the only force shaping the campaign atmosphere. They killed people in Afghanistan. They've done bad things to our people. They literally have caused inflation to kill the most vulnerable among us. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? The most vulnerable among us don't vote. You want to know why? Because they don't think it matters anyway. So then they become the people that the Democrats steal, putting them through a machine system that literally is stealing the voice of the American people and shoving more taxes down your throat and taking everything you have, including your kids. But please tell me. I want you to please tell me. Please. Please tell me. In what world... People would give up their kids and be okay with it when they are fleeing the school systems. If, if Republicans want to, to win anything, they got to get rid of the uniparty. And the reason why Republican strategists are saying this is because they're over here dealing out cards with the Democrats and telling them, hey, listen, you take this, we're going to take this. I believe right now, just so you know, the Governor DeSantis is in trouble in Florida because they've been stealing elections down there too. And all the numbers point, every single number points to them being able to manipulate and take away seats in, in Florida in order to crush the progress that that state has made. Greatest experiment over the last two years has been Florida. I'm sorry I'm so excited today, but guys, th this is really the, the crust of what we're talking about, is that they want to steal everything, and you are apathetic. You are not speaking up. You are not talking about truth. I stepped out and called the trans transvestites what they were, sick, 
Go get some help. There's lots of, of help out there. Go get it. I'm sorry that you were born a man, but you are a man. Be a man. But yet they want to convince people and groom and recruit and hurt our children. And then they turn into that and we wonder how it happened. How does it go from a 0.5% of your population to, in some states, 10%? And now it's cool to be a bisexual or queer because I'm weird. So I'm weird. So now I got to oh, gotta stay weird. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, I got to be a part of the L-M-G-Q-M-P-O-C-K-M-A+. It's absurd. And you remain silent. And then you don't, wanna get, you don't want me to yell at you. And then they say, well, Joe, Joe, you know, I just want to be happy. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Your happiness doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You saying that I just want to live out my life while you sacrifice future generations is absolutely pathetic. Mama bears have been actually saving this nation while men have sat around and done nothing and ignored the fact that they're men. I just got to go make money. You know, really, I just want to hang out and drink a couple beers and go fishing. Uh, it's all, I don't need to get involved in this world. Well, if you give this world to the devil, if you literally hand it over to him, then what do you expect when you have nothing at the very end of the rainbow? You chase success for yourself while you, you're willing to sacrifice everyone in your community. You don't stand side by side. You put up six-foot fences. You get pissed off at each other for the smallest, most ridiculous things out there. You attack Mike Lindell because Mike Lindell is just not doing enough. I, I think to the tune of $30, $40 million he spent on this, he's not doing enough. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This fight is all on his shoulders. I shouldn't have to do anything. I'm just going to go ahead and check out Gateway Pundit because they have some great articles. I'll just do that, and you know, I'll just sit on the sidelines. And then many of you don't even pray. To my podcast, I can say what I want. You can choose to hear, it, not hear it. Truth, no truth. I mean, everyone else is, has has uh, shadow banned me and brought down everything. What difference does it make? If you're not willing to stand up for your people in your community, your kids and everything else, what are you willing to stand up for? Taco Bell? I mean, th th this, is, this is a serious deal. We, we, we want to talk, we want to look at UFC on, on TV and watch other people beat the hell out of each other. Because it's fun to watch fights. It's fun to watch blood get spilled. It's fun to watch conflict. But just so you know, the radical left, they eat off this conflict. This conflict is something that they love getting involved in. They love it. They love chaos. And all you have to do to stop the chaos, really simple, ready for this, all you have to do is learn the power of the word no and become a part of the lesser magistrate, stand in the gap. And they're going to attack me and say all sorts of stuff and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. At the end of the day, I wasn't making it out of this life alive anyway. But I'm going to continue to fight to my dying breath. I'm going to continue to try and get you to be less apathetic and stand up and do the things that have been warned to us over years. If there's only two paths, if one is redemption, and restoration, and the other one is complete annihilation, wrath of God, you pick which one you want. But quit acting like you're going to die before it happens and you don't care about the kids anyway. Well, because if that's the case, then, I mean, I, I can't help you. That means the future or the past sacrifices that have been made mean nothing to you. And everything that you have, you feel entitled to. Let's pull up the F9, inflation. Again, they were trying to convince you that, 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 that people want Democrats. I don't want anything to feel sorry for me and $2 until the next check and no money for pizza. Yeah, 
My fear is that manufacturers and suppliers feeling the pain of increased costs will continue to pass on those costs and more to consumers. What do you think that the manufacturers have to do in order to make sure they stay in business, you morons? Analysis pain of breaking inflation will reverberate around the globe. Dow closes down 1,000 points and NASDAQ falls 3.9% after Fed Chief Powell warns of pain to households and inflation battle. This was a couple days ago. These pieces of trash out there are trying to convince you that, that the Democrats are what people want when they can't even feed their children. You tighten your belt. Tell me how the government's tightening theirs. No, their way of, of doing something is, I'm going to give students $10,000 off their student loan debt. And by the way, he doesn't have the statutory authority to do that. He doesn't have the authority to whip away $10,000 per student. And over 50% of those students went to grad school and are doctors and lawyers and are out there in the professional world making sub 250, 300 grand a year and he's giving them 10 grand in order to what? Buy a vote? Stop being stupid. Inflation drives long-term healthcare costs even higher. Here's how planning ahead can help families afford it. How are you going to afford it when inflation is 20%, 25%? Steve Hank says we're going to have one whopper of a recession in 2023. No crap. Really? It, it, gets, it, it gets even worse and worse and worse and worse. The unfavorable rate, I mean, look at this, a, a, a B11, 54% of Americans disapprove of the president. I want to know what the other 46% are even thinking. How unpopular is Joe Biden? Oh, 53% disapprove, 42% approve. Are you kidding me? There's not 42% of this, of this country that can even remotely say that that guy's doing anything right. What Americans think of Kamala Harris, 53% unfavorable. And these are, by the way, skewed polls that are developed by people, pollsters, that want the polls to show one thing or another. So what do you think it really is? 73, 80%? I believe 20% of this country is really stupid or complicit. It gets worse. Woman who says she was raped as a child files lawsuit alleging social media companies knowingly endanger children. With all the things that are going on right now, with all the things that are going on right now, th this story is great. It's just, she, she was raped as a child by a man she met on Facebook, has filed a lawsuit alleging that the major social media companies knowingly endanger children. I believe this. Woman identified only as DH said that she started using Facebook at the age of 10 and Instagram at 12 in her 80-page personal injury lawsuit. According to the report in San Francisco Chronicle, the lawsuit is seeking unspecified damages from Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram, claiming that they platforms designed defective and dangerous products with algorithms that, among other problems, attract, enable, and facilitate child predators, recruitment, and unsuspected child abusers. The claim points out that Meta said their platform is only uh, for age 13 and over. Their products knowingly lack age verification protocols and over 600,000 users under the age in 2021. Her lawyer argues the platforms are designed to be addictive and take advantage of chemical reward system of users' brains, especially young users, to create addiction and additional mental and physical harm. Take it down. Tell me again that they're not trying to make your kids addictive, ad addicted to something. Tell me they're not trying to control them. Tell me that you're not actually doing it for them. You're not pumping stuff into their veins. What you're doing is you're handing them the thing, these things, these phones. Unfettered access. Parents literally have their kids are not sleeping 
because they're on their phone until three, four, five o'clock in the morning. Then they go to school and they get learned about indoctrination. They're tired. They're worn down. Their, their mental capacity to fight off things that aren't true and they start swallowing this as truth. Tell me I'm lying. This, this, is the, this, this is the entire part of what they're doing. Put up C5. That's a man walking around there. See, we are conditioned to think because we're not thinking for ourselves. And we're not standing together. Those people that are thinking for themselves, we're not standing together. No, no. No, we're just, we, we allow these pieces, these clowns to run around and divide us and lie about us. And we don't stand together. So we have, we have a, 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 we have a fax blast today. For those of your members, make sure that you actually go out and send the fax blast. But I want to put this, this is C6. Um, according to a study in the Indian Journal of Psychological Medicine, 2017, published by the National Institute of Health, entitled Technology Addiction Among Treatment Seekers for Psychological Problems, Implication for Screening in Mental Health Setting. Public health concerns are emerging concerning the prospect propensity of compulsive internet use developing in pathological behaviors. No kidding. About 20% and 33% of internet users engage in some form of online sexual activity. Oh boy. Nearly 80% of online gamers are losing out at least one element of their lives such as sleep, work, education, socializing with friends, family, and interaction with a partner. The younger the players, the longer the time they dedicated to playing online games, leading to further functional impairment of their lifestyle. The excessive use is also associated with the presence of psychological problems. You wonder why they're having all of these things and they think that they're weird or think that they're queer or think that they're, you know, you know, a, a girl or because they literally live in a virtual world. Poor coping and cognitive expectations also uh, mediate the development of the excessive use of internet by other risk factors are present uh, are present, such as depression, social anxiety, low self-esteem, low self-efficacy, and high stress. Depression, social phobia, hostility, and symptoms of ADHD are seen in uh, comorbid conditions to problematic internet use. The study looked at adults. Now, look at the same stimuli on the developing child's brain, which continues to develop until age 25. Now, consider that these technologies are addictive by design. According to a report from Morningstar in 2019, these technology companies have a vested interest in keeping users glued to their screen. Industry veterans have publicly spoken out in recent years and argued that companies incentivize employees to design features that increase time spent by users on their product. Push notifications, autoplay, streaks, infinite scroll are, are identified as specific features designed to increase time spent by the individual users. To be clear, technology companies know they're hurting kids. They don't care. Now, here's the problem. We're, we, we're going to put a demand up. You hear that? And, and, and this is what we're, what we're talking to Congress about. But the other part is, is that we want them to hold them accountable for what they're doing because they're complicit in it. You say, well, you can't have government fix the problem for technology. You have to give it back to the parents. But they've stripped the parents of the ability to actually do anything because the school systems are enacting social programs and social emotional learning and and DEI and white people are bad and you know racism 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 I mean that, that, look they, they snuck it in in just a couple of years uh, DEI is literally at every level and every the Boy Scouts are now have a DEI merit badge did you know that diversity equity and inclusion is a merit badge for Boy Scouts now 
it's actually no longer Boy Scouts. They think I ever did anything to help them. So this is what we're sending to Congress. You hear that? Kids are online. Kids get online and be safe. Their warning does not include cautions against technology addiction. How about kids go outside and play? No, they want your kids online. They care about your kids' safety, except when the safety would impact the margins of their donors, or we discussed Sunday, Sunday, except when child safety would impact the transitional child organ trade, or as we discussed yesterday, except when child safety hurts a pedophile's feelings. There's so much to demand relative to big tech, private data ownership, freedom from censorship, dissolution of platform protections for publishers, but none of these is more important than protecting our children from predatory business practice designed to make them customers for life. So our demand for remedy, because we always send one to, to Congress, is Congress must immediately enact legislation to hold hardware and software manufacturers accountable for business practices that endanger children. If we allow technology companies to manipulate the brains of our children without penalty, future generations will cry out where will the adults? Where were the adults in the room? Future generations are already crying out for too many reasons. They want us to believe we cannot stop their progress. Is that true? Stand up and stand in the gap for our children today. Uh, you know, I went over again. I, can't, I constantly go over because I'm constantly talking about what they're doing to our kids. But this was a show that they put on. Let's go ahead and put it up. Um, the the drag show video uh, viewer discretion is advised we're going to show up before go ahead and play this real quick Okay, take that out down, please. Most of the time, these things like to come out and play, but this is family friendly. I mean, think about what they're doing to our children. And as you think about what they're doing to children, make a decision on whether or not you're willing to stand up and stop it. The graphic ones you were showing from yesterday? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, so I wanna, I wanna show you guys something. Th this is really, really sick. Viewer discretion is advised. They are literally um, making penises. Well, and the worst part, this is what, ju just so you guys all know, this is not something that we in any way relish showing you. Uh, this is something that was posted on this Gays Against Groomers uh, Twitter page and on some of their other social media. They were banned, which is why we showed you that yesterday. Um, um, the, put up the picture of the picture. This is graphic. Okay, so first of all, here is... Uh, this is what they do when a female transitions to a male. So if you see very uh, clearly drawn out on the left what tissue they actually go and take to create the shaft of the penis. And then, you know, you have the urethra. And so they use... Cadaver. No, this is from them. This is from the children, the live ones. They use their own tissue. They mutilate them. 
And uh, I'm going to show you in the next picture. You'll see exactly what it is. Oh, my gosh. They actually take this from a person? This is from the person. They literally remove the skin and fat and blood vessels from their arm or leg, and they create What'd what you they see call on the far right-hand side, which is a penis. And then if you look at the picture, this is the after of them using the leg. Yeah, so I want you to, I want you to all remember, uh, this is what they say is necessary for us to stop suicide in these uh that's what that's what they, they're telling us that's what they tell the kids they have the right to do this is what they're indoctrinating your kids into this is supposed to help suicide rates and mental health and look at the leg on the right hand side and by the way i don't know if you see this but there's like this little demon on the leg on the right, you see that? Like a little person, it looks like. You see that? Yeah, who knows? Maybe that's the spirit of whatever devil, you know. Th this is, take it down, please. Take it down. We're, we're going to put this up. This this is what they want to normalize. They, they want to normalize mutilation of your own body in order to change you into something else. They want to they normalize pain. They want to normalize evil. They want to normalize grooming and recruitment and sexualization of your children Th this is what you uh, by the way I, I don't even i don't even know what to say about this would you ever in a million years would a thing that our society would gone down this direction and is that not leading to the absolute destruction of our society these people are sick they're evil we're not fighting a fight against just an ideological change or difference. This is between good and evil, and you're sitting on the sidelines. And all the tech companies who are silencing and and stopping people from getting to the, I mean, even Rumble. I mean, again, I'm going to say it again. I don't, I don't even understand it. 244 views on something with, you know, 200 uh, Rumbles. They they stop Rumbles. They they don't add those to the thing either. It, it's this is crazy. I have, a, I have a statistical system that literally tells me statistically who actually goes to some site, and they, they, I can't even begin to tell you what these places that are supposedly standing up for freedom are trying to create. And, and I frankly don't care. I don't care if it's 1,500 people that watch it or 50,000, but I don't want them to lie. But that's what they do. They just constantly lie about everything. They lie to us about our kids. They lie to us about the school system, what they're teaching. They lie to us about DEI and CRT. They lie, 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 and we let it happen. So that's it. We're out of time. Hey, thanks, guys. We're going to pray a little bit here. So stick around, please, and hit the share button. Become an ambassador of truth. Actually, take cuts out of the video and share that. Just clip a piece of the video and share that, and we're going to do that as well. We're going to start doing that more frequently. Also, go to MyPillow and save up to 66% if you use code CD21. You can also use it to buy coffee. We are going to be um, coming and creating a more structured show, so we'll have a couple commercial breaks during the deal. It's, it's what happens when you grow, um, and you have to make sure that you can uh, pay for all the bandwidth and all the other things that you have to do. So we will have a couple of sponsors on. Um, with that said, uh, it's not enough that I pray. You have to pray. And if I could get on my knees right now and pray and have you pray, and it, it was possible to do that, I would. But I'm going to ask you to, um, I'm going to ask you to pray after the show.
So let's pray. Father God, thank you for thank you for the opportunity to to restore our nation, Father. Thank you for giving us the time to redeem and to push you back into our society. Father, thank you for the courage that you've given us. Father, thank you for the scripture. Thank you for the Bible. Thank you for the your word that we're able to use as a guiding light. Thank you for giving us our inalienable rights. And thank you for our families and for the joy that we're able to have on a daily basis. Father, why we are, are grateful for all the things and blessings that you put in our lives, we are, all, we are also conflicted. We're conflicted about what sacrifices what we have to make. We're, 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 we're conflicted about the loss that we may have, the loss of reputation, the, the, the things that they may take, to, take away from us, the bullying that we may feel. We're hesitant to get involved in this fight. Some of us are because we are afraid of what we might lose personally that adds to our comfort, that adds to our, our pride. Father, I would just ask you to give us the strength to stand up to all that and to walk on the path that you have set forth for us. I would ask you to help people in the community that they can learn to stand together, that we can set aside the divisions, tear down the walls, and do things to help each other reach a place of sensibility within our community. Father, help us to speak truth every day. Help us to speak the truth and to push the evil back into the hole it came out of and to do so relentlessly. Father, I know that you say that we should love those, that they are, that every person on the planet is your child. So help us to balance and to have wisdom in how we fight, but also to recognize that this is a fight. And I would ask you to give us the courage of, of warriors, that we can stand for truth and fight against the oppressive evil, just flat out lies, despicable things that they're doing to our children. Help us to fight that We've seen the veil be lifted, Father. I would just ask you to supernaturally get involved and get people on in the, in the poorest communities to stand up and to have a voice that they can speak from, from truth so we can stop the propaganda from happening. Father, I would just ask you those people to step forward so that we can give them a voice because I will definitely put them on the show, Father. I will definitely let somebody that is in a impoverished community that is facing all of the, the evil of the, of the Democrat Party and the evil of the radical left and, and frankly, the establishment of the, of the Republicans, I would gladly give them a voice on your platform, Father, this platform which you've given me. But I would ask you, Father, to wake people up in ways where they can see everything that is happening around them, that they can become enlightened by truth and then do something about it. Father, many people have said that the Bible states that these things will happen, but I would, I would ask you to give us clarity in that. Help us to see that, hey, that we do have a choice and that free enterprise, free choice is something that we have as people. And Father, if it is that these things are supposed to happen, then great. But Father, I truly believe that you've put it on my heart and others' hearts that we have a choice, that we can stand up, we can redeem, we can restore you to our community, to our society, that we can fight back this evil. I would just ask you to give us the pathway forward, Father. Give us the wisdom, give us the knowledge, and help us to win the battles that you want to as your tool in this 
fight. I ask for all of these things, Father, and I ask for you to forgive us for just not paying attention, not plowing the fields, picking the weeds, doing the things in order to make sure that we could bear good fruit. I would, Father, I would just, I would ask for your forgiveness. But we're willing to fight now. We're willing to get in this fight and do the things that you want us to do. And I would just, Father, I would just ask you to, to give us our light, give us our path, and help us to stay on that path regardless of the consequences. I ask for all of these things. And thank you again, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We have a guest on tonight. Do we not? We have Ashley Babbitt's mother, Mickey, on. Ooh, we have Ashley Babbitt's mother on. We also um, were able to have a conversation with Jake Lang, you know, who has languished in prison for nearly two years. Um, I was on the phone. He was on the phone. And Apollo was uh, moderating the discussion. We had a lot of discussions about, about uh, what he's feeling and what's happening. There's also an event coming up in September. It's the 24th, I believe. It was 21st. 21st. Well, we'll find out here in a minute. But uh, that meeting is uh, in Washington, D.C. Um, and that will be, there'll be tens of thousands of people there. I think you should all attend if you can. I will be there. There'll be lots of people there. Security will be pretty heavy. But we'll be there um, to talk about truth and hold them accountable for what they're doing to our January 6th prisoners. It is, uh, it is September 24th, 1 to 4 p.m. Yeah. Um, and it's a January 6th solidarity. Uh, so I'll put this up real quick before we close. You can go to j6solid.com and find out the details, though, uh, yeah. there. And, of course, as always, go to uh, j6truth.org. And yeah. you can support Jake and check out the documentary. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on to the show and listening and being a purveyor of truth and an ambassador of truth. Go speak that truth. God bless you all. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. 
It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.